what is a growing trend right now and is here to stay. Virtual interviewing to land that dream job. But how do you establish that connection on a screen and shake hands through a screen? Well, today in the Waste Up Wardrobe, Waste Up Wardrobe podcast, I am interviewing an expert recruiter who has seen it all and done it all when it comes to matching the ideal candidate with the ideal client and with the ideal employer. As far as I'm concerned, she is the virtual business matchmaker. So if you want to hear her secrets about how to land your dream job, you're going to have to stick around to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Bartinian, an attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style and dressing them for success. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally on camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Welcome, Virtual Nation. I'm so glad you're here today. We have a special treat for you here today. As we continue to work through this virtual working world and this workforce, right, there's so many things that we have to pay attention to. And one of the things that is really um, a growing trend right now is interviewing for jobs and being recruited through camera, through a virtual interview or a video interview. So today you're in for a treat because I have the expert recruiter here who is, um, who specializes really in matching candidates to the right fit employer and vice versa and really has done so much for her candidates to attain those dream jobs, but also we're going to be looking at it from the employer's point of view, the interviewer's point of view, and how they too um, have benefited from her expertise. So first of all, I also want to welcome everybody here today. I want to say um, thank you to my producer who's always here in the green room, uh, monitoring everything, making sure that electronically and technologically everything's going a-okay. So thank you, Rick Moscoso, who is always here and behind the scenes. Um, And I also want to thank everybody for being here. I also want to remind you that This is a dialogue. We want to hear your comments. We want your questions. We really want to make this interactive because we want to give you value, value, value. We want you to walk away from here today knowing exactly what to do if you're being recruited for a job interview that you have to conduct virtually or on video, or if you are somebody who is actually looking to hire new candidates and new employees and really find the right fit employees that are aligned with your values and the company values that you hold. So put those questions in the in our dialogue, in our in our chat box, in our comments, and really engage with us because we are here to give you value, value, value. Like I said, Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast where really that's designed for everybody who's working from behind the desk and really trying to dominate that virtual room, trying to show up successfully with their best face forward, just like we did before in the traditional world um, or even currently. But, you know, when we step out into the workforce, we step out with our best foot forward, but in the virtual room, we are stepping forward with our best face 
face forward and we want to really show everybody that is our audience that is listening to us on the other end how professional and successful we are when it comes to really knowing how to show up on camera so we are on itunes download us there if you don't get a chance to catch us live also um, we you can go to wasteupwardrobe.com and catch um, any of the blogs um, on every any of the episodes that we've actually recorded and you can also listen to us on the replay on the facebook page at waste up wardrobe okay without any more delay i am going to introduce our very powerful guest today and let me brag about her and introduce her and and really share with you um her everything that is so great about her expertise andrea hoffer has been in business of hiring, leading, and motivating people for over 25 years. She is currently the founder and CEO of AHA Recruiting Experts. The core purpose of AHA is to give leaders their time and freedom back by helping them attract, engage, and retain team members who believe in the support of their vision to align you know, the, those candidates with the values of each of those companies that she's recruiting for. As a former spa owner and manager of 35 employees, she understands firsthand the everyday challenges of motivating employees, exceeding customer expectations, and meeting businesses and their revenue, meeting businesses where they are and meeting their revenue goals. Her experience as a team leader who struggled with high turnover and a lack of good candidates has made her very skilled at helping companies recruit, hire, onboard, and engage the right fit team members. And it really is all about the right fit. You can hire anybody, but you really want the right fit for both sides. She is a speaker who shows her audience, audiences of business owners and leaders how to take action with their signature clear cut, with her signature and clear cut action steps that have proven to get results. Welcome, Andrea Hoffer. Thank you, Hi. Christine. <laughs> I'm Hi. so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for being here, for being our guest. You have so much to offer our audience, and I'm really, really looking forward to giving them so much value here um, with all the tips that you're going to be giving them. Um, so, you know, I, you know, Hiring right now has actually skyrocketed in the virtual arena, right? People are now um, hiring and connecting with future employers on video, either by recording pre-recorded videos or really being live. Um, have you seen that in your industry? Yes, we have. As a matter of fact, we started really going there before COVID hit. And we were having some of our candidates and some of our employers sort of challenging us on it. And then when COVID happened, it became a necessity. And so now a lot of our videos, are, I mean, I'm sorry, a lot of our interviews are all through video. Wow. And uh, so would you say 100% or less than that? I mean, are there still people interviewing in person? There are some people still interviewing in person, but what we're seeing is usually that in-person interview might be their second, third, or even fourth interview. And, and because a lot of the jobs have become remote, so they'll be working through video and on the computer anyway, interviewing through the same means makes, makes a lot of sense. And do you find that the consensus has been that interviewing virtually less nerve wracking for the candidate? Or do you think it's more anxiety inducing? What do you think? Or what have you seen? I've seen it be a lot more difficult, uh, you know, but 
for a couple of reasons. First of all, when um, we do a lot of the initial interviews with a special software that allows the candidates to do it on their own time so they can do it from their smartphone. And that's difficult. You know, you're just staring at yourself answering the question. And, and sometimes it's hard to get the energy up, to, to feel like you're actually talking to an individual. And then the more you know, face-to-face -face interviews that you're seeing more on Zoom, it's still kind of challenging. You know, you you have the kids home often, um, you might not have the right setup. And so you have other variables you're not used to that can interfere in the interview. Your anxiety is up some already because you're interviewing for a job that I hope, you know, that you want. But then you have these other things you've never taken into account before, never had to take into account when you're interviewing. And, and all of a sudden they're, they're happening around you. I mean, some of the things that we've seen in the interviews have, have been kind of funny where, you know, a husband is yelling in the other room and the wife's trying to interview and he forgot, you yeah. know, the, things like that, that can throw you off. Well, absolutely. I mean, that we have a whole episode that was dedicated to uh, zoopers, the bloopers that you see on camera these days, and um, how to really avoid them, you know, doing your best to avoid them. So I totally understand that scenario and it happening, right? Do you find that potential employers are a little bit more forgiving about that? Or does it make them feel like, uh, I see that you really aren't don't care that much about this job? Do you, do you see any of that? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, if it is a remote position and they're expecting this person to be able to show up 100% every day, you know, during the work day in the exact location that they're now doing the interview and they can't get, you know, enough time away, an hour away to do an effective interview and not be interrupted, that could come up as a concern because then how are they going to be on a daily basis when they're working. So one of the things that employers are looking for, for the particularly those remote positions is, do they have a separate workspace? You know, are they gonna be able to function and, and have high pro productivity in, in their home workspace? That is exactly why Waste Up Wardrobe has become this podcast that is supposed to really help people show up successfully, right? It's so that you you almost are telling people the etiquette of showing up in whatever arena. So. And personally, I think that even though some employers might be forgiving, I think most, they want you to show up professionally because to them, I think it's like those nonverbal messages that you're giving the person on the, on the other end that, oh, I, you know, I don't care. I mean, so I'm at home. Everybody knows I'm at home. So I, you know, what, what do you want me to do? That attitude is not really conducive to really showing, putting your best face forward for a future employer. So yeah, I can see it going both ways. I just, and I think human nature kind of will take us more to being less forgiving about those things, especially if it's a job interview, right? If you're talking to a friend, that's not a big deal. But if you're talking to somebody that you are engaging with on a professional level, they really want to show you show they want to see you show up in the right in the right professional way. So how do you stand out in a virtual interview? Say you're the candidate and what do you have any recommendations for how that they could really stand out? Because, you know, we used to interview a person, we used to do a follow up or you know we did little things to stand out what do we do today in this virtual setting to stand out i don't really think it's very different than in the face-to-face -face setting and, and number one is 
know what you're applying for. And, and I, don't, I don't say that lightly. I mean, in most cases, we actually know the job we're, we're interviewing for, but I mean, really get to know it, really understand what's out there, the job posting, do your research on the company. And then most importantly, show your passion for the job and the company in the interview. We, we actually, our first question that we always ask, and so this is a little tip if anybody applies for any of the jobs that, that we recruit for, the, vi the first video interview question is going to be, you know, could you tell us why you're passionate about this job? And we really wanna know why are you passionate? We don't wanna know why we should hire you. We wanna know why you want this job. And so you really want to right away show how you, excited you are about the position and the company that you could potentially be joining. And the second thing that you want to do is be prepared. And it, it's for the employer as well. But since we're talking right now about the candidate, make sure you're keeping a log, an ongoing log of all the different examples of things that you've accomplished or problems you've solved, challenges you've overcome, because these are going to become great interview responses. And, um, you know, it, we'll probably talk about that a little bit more in, in the podcast. But those are the two things that I would tell candidates to, to do to really stand out. Be able to show your passion for the job and the company and be prepared with things you've accomplished in the past as specific as possible. That's great advice. Again, even whether you're interviewing a person or virtually, that is really um, those are key things to think about. It's amazing to me how many people don't show up with that preparation. It seems basic and intuitive when you're looking for a job, but really, especially, you know, the younger generation that's going out to pursue an interview, you know, it's just, it's, this is really good information for them to, and guidelines to follow. I, I wanted to ask you, I'm really curious about this. Do employers, when they're interviewing a candidate, do they record the interviews? Because you couldn't do that before in person, or maybe you could, but, but it, it didn't, it, it's so easy right now to push a button and re hit record. Well, I will tell you that we ask our clients to record the, at least the first interview. We encourage our clients to do it by zoom, even if it's a local candidate and to record it. And, and the reason we do that is one, we want to see, you know, we want to see the interview. So we, you know, if we've, we've already done some screening, with the candidate, but we want to see how the candidate reacts to the actual employer. And then it also gives you the opportunity to bring other team members in the decision making for who you're going to hire. So it, it helps with, um, you know, scheduling. So, uh, you know, to give you an example for us, we, we just hired another recruiter to our team and we couldn't get everybody to interview the candidates at the same time. So we recorded some of the interviews and shared them with other team members to get feedback that way. And of course, then we delete them because, you know, you, you that's all it's used for. Um, and we asked permission of the candidate first as well. Did that used to happen when you when like, did you recommend your candidates or your employers rather um, to record an interview in person? No, this is a fairly new development. Um, yeah. And we, we love it. Our clients love it because we're able to give feedback when we're not there. <laughs> and, and other team members are able to do that as, as well. Yet you have to remember, you know, as the years passed, 
most interviews happened in person. And so a lot of people are able to interact at some point during the day with the candidate. But if now they're a little more condensed and it might be an hour, an hour and a half on Zoom or on video, and not everybody's gonna be able to, to meet that person. So by recording it, it, it gets more people involved in, in that decision. Which I think could be more nerve wracking for the candidate, right? It just, it almost feels like it's another thing to worry about for them. It could be. I, I like to look at it as, you know, they're, they're spending less time than they normally would in interviewing for a position um, or it might be in bite size. So it might be an hour here, you know, an hour and a half next week, instead of having to take a full day off from their, their current job to go and, and interview. I would think it's also a little less overwhelming than, you know, on some jobs you would have had to spend two, three hours interviewing with a bunch of different people at one location and it, you know, it could drain your energy. This way, a lot more people can be involved in that, but it's all only once, you know, sitting in front of a camera. So it's, it's really just sort of getting used to being yourself in, in front of the camera and, and being authentic. I think that's a great way to look at it. It's definitely positives, right? That I didn't think about that, but I could see how that could be really beneficial for the candidate. You know, I think it's just this learning curve of, of, of us, everybody really getting to get more comfortable with this idea that we're going to be on virtual in the virtual world more frequently than we ever were before. So I think there's this sort of like a learning curve or like an emotional curve, if you will, that, that makes us a little bit more comfortable. And there's so many tools out there to really get more comfortable with video. I mean, we've talked about that before on the Waste Up Wardrobe podcast, where we've interviewed uh, experts on camera confidence and really how to do a video, video your tape yourself well, so that you can really convey that real, that, you know, that authentic self. I wanted to ask you, so there's a couple different types of interviewing for a job. There is, you know, somebody that says submit an interview, uh, submit a video, answer these questions, and then there is just the live. Can you give us a little bit of, um, you know, just explanation of what the differences are and when one is more appropriate or when somebody should expect that that happens really from either perspective, whether you're an employer or an employee? Yes. So the the one that they can do on their own time, that short video that they can do with their, their smartphone, you typically see that at the beginning of the process. Um, and, and we do that with all of our job searches. Um, after the they submit an application and a resume, the next step is we send them a link where they can record responses to typically it's three to four questions. And we have a special software for that that makes it very easy for the candidate. Uh, but you can do it you know, with other software as well that doesn't cost anything or, or, or has a very low cost. And sometimes, and I, I will admit, we do get some pushback from candidates on this. You know, they, they feel like that it's, they don't want to waste their time doing a video where there isn't anybody, you know, on the other side. You know, they're like, doesn't my resume stand for itself and can't you just invite me in for an actual interview and you know what i would like to really encourage candidates is to be open to this because i've actually seen in in our firm that we end up considering more candidates than we normally would because of that video 
So when we screen resumes, the resume doesn't always tell the full story. And some resumes are going to look amazing on paper and some not so great. And there's always some kind something in between. And that video really helps us to get a better feel for the candidate. You know, are they really interested in this job? Why are they interested? And what are they looking for in a job? Those are some of the questions that we typically ask in that first video. And we have candidates who say, I'm not going to do it. I don't, I don't think that that it's fair or, you know, I, I, my resume should be good enough. And I, I, I'd, I'd like to say, if you really want a job, if it's part of the process, it, it's a great experience for you. And you may actually end up being considered as a higher quality candidate than if you just submitted your resume. Wow. I, I feel like that's an aha moment <laughs> because I, I, just, I think people don't realize the impact of this new virtual world and how important it is to be flexible when it comes to putting yourself on video. I mean, it is the, it is going to have to be second nature because we're going to be using video in so many different arenas. We're going to be going live in so many different arenas that what a what a, a missed opportunity for somebody who just decides they don't want to to answer that question. It's like being in an interview and not answering a question, right? Saying, I, exactly. I abstain from this question. So I can't imagine vying for a job and my employer asking me some video and me going, no. It just seems like I, it's me not really um, answering a question. And so I think it's just a whole, this whole idea. People really, really need to be more comfortable being on video and, and start realizing that it's going to be part of life in so many different arenas. So I, I really appreciate that you said that because I think people just think that, oh, well, what's the big deal? Like you said, my resume speaks for itself. Why do I need supplements with a video? When in fact, it kind of gives people another another sense of who you are to be on video. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Sometimes people, when they show up on video, they have a hard time coming off as authentic. And I think mm -hmm. that's part of why maybe people hesitate because again, it's still not second nature yet. So would you advise those people that really have a hard time showing up as their authentic selves on camera, whether it's because their camera's shy or that they don't feel good in their appearance. Like maybe some people go, why are people judging me by the way I'm gonna show up by my, maybe my clothes, my makeup, my hair, when really I'm a genius at what I do. What, what's your advice to people that, you know, they're hesitating because of something like that? I would say be yourself. You know, show, put effort in, you know, dress, dress nice. I'm not saying you have to be a fashion plate, I, you know, just show that you care. Just dress like you wouldn't normally dress for, for an interview. Be prepared like you normally would be. And most importantly, and I see this all the time with candidates, smile. <laughs> just show us that, you know, there's a smile behind everything you're, you're saying. We're not going to judge every word you say. It, you know, we all have fears when it comes to video and interviewing. We just want to know that you're really interested in this position and, and why. You know, the, the, the first video interview, it doesn't go very deep. It's usually fairly short, but it's just an introduction to you. The second one where it's Zoom, it, that's when you're, you know, might go an hour or so. That one you want to try to kind of feel like you're actually there as much as possible. 
and and connect with the interviewer or interview, you know, if there are more, there's more than one interviewer um, and try to have some rapport with them as well. Well, we have uh, some people here watching Caroline Cecil, who's a high level um, CEO and is my sister, by the way. Um, oh, and and she actually is a CFO, CEO for multiple companies. And then Kristen Levine is saying, hi, Andrea. Okay. So uh, thank you for joining us. I think uh, both of them have been both through both ends. They've been interviewees and interviewers, and they really understand this professional world and, and why it's important. You said something that is really profound and is also very hard. You said smile. I find that that is one of the hardest things for people to do that I've seen. I, the videos I've seen of people and I've been able to give feedback on, I've, I've noticed that um, that is the hardest thing because if we're talking person to person, we're not always smiling, right? Right. But in, in reality, you have to kind of exaggerate that a little bit on camera because otherwise it looks like you're very stern. It, it's almost like your personality doesn't really shine through, even though you're not used to smiling all the time. Smiling on camera is really what you have to do to really give this, this approachable, friendly feeling because it, it's harder to connect through the screen. So I really, that if nothing else, if somebody is listening to this and they take nothing else, that smiling throughout the video or whatever you're doing is really, really important. And it doesn't mean you have to be smiling continuously, but really, really inject that into your video because that's, I, I say the smile is a window to your heart. And honestly, um, it, you know, right now we're always wearing masks because in 2020, that's what we do. And so people even see your smile. So if you don't smile with your mouth, at least smile with your eyes. You know, it is really important when you're interviewing and really if you're on video at all. So for the employer, Andrea, what, how would an employer prepare for an interview? Do you have like a couple tips on that? Sure. And, and again, it's, it's not just about video. You need to be prepared even if it's, it's face to face. And one of the first things we tell the employer is you, you need to do your pre-work first. You need to know, you know, what what this job is all about. What is this person going to be doing every day? What are the success traits? What are the characteristics that people who are successful in a position like this um, typically have? And and what is, you know, what's the day-to-day -day of your culture? What are your core values? How do people show up? at your company, because you want to hire somebody who's, who's going to fit in well with that. And once you really know that, that's when you can craft good quality interview questions that connect to the position and connect to your culture. The worst thing to do is to ask a question that you really don't know what kind of response you're going to get. You know, like the old thing that um, lawyers used to say, don't ask a question that you don't know the answer to. It's the same thing with interviewing, not that you're going to know the exact answer, but there's got to be a reason you're asking each question. Don't just throw out any kind of tongue twister challenge to them just to see see what happens, because um, that's going to make you look bad and and throw them off. And it's waste, wasting your time. Absolutely. That's great advice. And Kristen is chiming in here and she says that she wants to make sure as a as a potential employer for somebody, she wants to make sure that the candidate has a dedicated space to focus on work. It's exactly what we were talking about, right? You want to show up in a space 
front of your future possible future employer that shows that you're you mean business because now you're in your business you know in your business space and that's something again that at waste up wardrobe that's exactly what we cover and really we're trying to create with waste up wardrobe at least i'm trying to create with waste up wardrobe and and just in with the help of all the experts that get to, that come on this uh, podcast a hub where people can go to like a library of like what everything you need to do every module that goes into building a dynamic successful very professional office virtual office and because it's so important if you're in the professional world so thank you for thank you for reinforcing that Kristen um you know uh, she has owned many businesses in the past and and has is you know has um is entrepreneur high level entrepreneur and she knows about this hiring process and what she looks for in her candidates so if is there a few things that you, when you're preparing your candidate that you tell them to really make sure they do like there's certain things that they really should do like you you mentioned the smiling on camera um is there any other tips that are specific that you really reinforce when you're setting them up for an interview we do and and I mentioned a couple of these earlier. We ask them to go through the job posting and to really get a feel for for everything that's listed in there. Uh, especially if it's a job that we created the posting, it, every word in there, every sentence is very important. It's it's really giving them a feel for what the job is going to be like. And so we tell them you'll you should expect questions that relate to something in this posting, that relate to some of these responsibilities, that relate to some of these success traits um, that are that are listed here. Um, of course, you know, we again reinforce doing some research on the company and you know, having a good feel for what the company is all about and having good questions to ask as well. And then we um, we ask them to start to jot down again specific examples because when we train our employers to interview just about every question is asking for a specific example related to some sort of situation that's common in their workplace and common for this position so if the candidates have in their arsenal you know a, a list of specific things that they've accomplished or challenges that they've had over the years and what they learned from them or how they overcame them, then they'll be able to answer just about anything that's thrown at them because now they have this knowledge base to to pull on. And, and sometimes you have to really think about, well, what what have I accomplished in the past? So it's really good to to have a notebook where you're you're keeping track of that, even when you're not looking for a job, so that when you do look for a job, you have that ready to go. Um, so you prep your candidate. You have a process. It, it, I would imagine it's a signature process that you've developed just from all your experience. Is is part of this process ever addressing the the space in which they they you know they interview? Like Kristen was referring to, do you do you help them with that a little bit, or is that something that's not really part of? like you don't feel like you need to do that, they really need to just know. We do give them some information. So we give them different links on helping them to develop questions to ask the employer and how to how to prepare. And one of the things it does talk about what to wear and how their space should look. And, and Christine, we actually share with them because um, you were nice enough to prepare a short video for our candidates on 
you know, how to show up in a video interview and, and what to wear and, and their setting. And so we share that with all of our candidates prior to their first interview with the client. That, that's excellent. I really think it makes such a big impact because, you know, now you're, be, you're seeing them visually on video and in conjunction with the resume and how they talk and, you know, and their space that becomes another piece to, 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 you know, evaluating how somebody shows up. I mean, if you're showing up in a messy space, maybe that says something about, you know, how you, how you are, <laughs> you know, or that you, how you care, how much you care about this. So, and as an image consultant, Andrea, I really advise all my clients to show up putting their best face forward, including really, you know, like they would show up for a regular interview. You know, on camera, things are a little bit different. And, you know, we I address that when it's if it's in a video interview. And that means, you know, dressing professionally, paying attention to their set. A lot of these things that we're talking about, eliminating distractions, which we spoke about earlier. I don't know, because now you've actually seen results of you know people interviewing through this process and and um and you've seen videos because you know we're recording uh interviews how much do you think and i don't know if you've really even quantified this do these factors are really appearance-based you know like how you're showing up impact the ability to really get a positive reaction or get that stamp of approval at least be in the final pool of candidates i think a, a lot depends on the position so if it is a position that's related to maybe fashion, retail, uh, a position where, you know, being kind of put together is important, then how they show up on the video is, is going to make a big difference. Um, if it's a position where they're mostly behind the screen and they're doing a lot of computer work and they don't have to be fashionable, then it's still important because we want to see that they put some effort in, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter if they're wearing the most expensive shirt or, you know, or the most fashionable shirt, but we do want to see that it's pressed and that they care about what they're doing at that moment. Um, and that they're in a place that looks like this is number one, priority number one for them doing this video. And and I will share, um, you know, we've watched a lot of video interviews and we have seen people in the oddest places. Um, and, you know, if they're not in a, a place where it makes sense, you know, that they're you know, they're going to be able to work there or they, you know, really went out of their way to make sure that they show up well, then it, it's going to affect whether or not they're invited to the next interview. I mean, if you're interviewing for a high level CFO or CEO position, you're, you know, you're teleconferencing from your bed, like you're sitting on your bed, that's a problem. I mean, you know, um, we've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen bathrooms even. And, you know, so if you're a chef and you're interviewing from your kitchen, I totally think that's appropriate. So it really is a lot about your brand or who you are, what your profession is. In fact, we have a whole episode in the future that's dedicated to 
what is the level of casualness versus, you know, um, formalness in your business? So if you are in a very casual business where you're always in a T-shirt and jeans and that's appropriate, like you work in the field, you're an engineer, you're always out. There's a certain way to dress, but you're not going to show up in a suit and tie. So it really is about being what makes sense in your profession. But at the end of the day, you have to look like you care, just like you said. I feel like those are just nonverbal signals that you're giving a potential, you know, em- employer. So, and again, why wouldn't you want those to be positive? You have this opportunity, right, to make to create a space where they know you're going to be paying attention to how you're showing up. You're not on your bed. You're not going to be talking to one of their potential clients from a bedroom, you know. So there's like this. There, those are I view them as nonverbal signals that you're giving a potential employer. It's so important. Yeah, there's a whole episode actually next week. We're going to be talking more about this, but like the, 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 the clutter or the messiness of a desk, like having all the stuff on your desk and, and uh, showing up on camera that kind of, wouldn't you agree that it's not superficial to think, to have an employer think, Oh my gosh, like how are they're messy and it's not a good quality. Do you have a thought on that? Because then you're kind of going between that fine line of, oh, is this superficial? Do I really need to care about that as an employer? Again, the employers are looking at how is this going to translate in my work environment? So if, if they see piles and piles of paper on your desk and it looks all disorganized, then their thought is they're never going to be able to handle my job. They, they can't even organize their life you know, how how are they going to organize all the tasks they would have to juggle in in this position? So, of course, that, you know, that's going to make them um, start to screen you out. What is the biggest mistake you've seen an inter- a candidate make in an interview now that you have this opportunity to watch, you know, recordings of videos of interviews back? Well, you, you mentioned being in a bed. I guess the one that stands out the most for me is a a candidate who you know was using her cell phone, which a lot of people do. And not everybody has a computer, uh, but m- most do have a smartphone. But she was lying in bed wearing, you know, very casual <laughs> wear. I'm not sure she got dressed for the day, and was mumbling. You know, you you sort of talk about different cues. Mumbling is is not a a good one. <laughs> you want somebody who's who's going to project, who can articulate. And, you know, it just showed us that she wasn't really interested in, in the job. She was just getting this done. I'm not even sure why she made the effort to even, you know, open the camera. <laughs> but um, those are the biggest mistakes. Now, the one we see most often, and it is just what I mentioned earlier, the, the not smiling. And I, I do want to share that. You know, we can be very forgiving in watching the videos. So we we had a few weeks ago, we had a candidate who was extremely monotone. Um, he was, you know, answering the questions with with pretty thought out, good responses, but he was so monotone. And, and one of the um, core principles of this business is, you know, having fun. And we were like, you know, how are we going to pass him on as we're watching this video? And then at one point he said, you know, I actually have a really great sense of humor. I'm I'm always cracking jokes. And he said, I know you can't tell that from this video. He said, I'm I'm just really nervous and my humor is not is not coming through. And by him saying that, 
we took a second look at him and we moved him to the next step so that we could get to know him better. But he recognized that the good parts of him, the parts that he knew we want to see because we're, we're a fun culture, uh, were not coming through. And so we, he talked about it and that gave us the opportunity to say, well, there's something more to him that, that we're missing. That is such a great story. That kind of makes me think that this added piece of video teleconferencing, video interviewing is actually stripping down people to their core in a way, like really showing them authentically, even though sometimes they feel like they're not coming through authentically, just like, this is really how he's feeling. He was being real, you know? And that is, I think that's the beauty of this added tool, you know, being able to hear somebody on video and considering them for a job. And, and at Ahaj, you guys, do you guys screen candidates before you even you you find them an opportunity or anybody who comes to you as a potential candidate, you give them an opportunity. I don't know if that question is clear. Do you do your own screening, in other words, first and say no to some candidates? Okay, so we, the way we work is we work with the employers. Um, they usually are the, they're the ones who hire us. And from there, we screen the candidates. We, we do have candidates that join our talent network that is not specific to a job. They're not applying to a specific job. We don't screen those candidates until or unless we think they could be a match for one of our, our clients' jobs. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So we're not doing the video screen, at least at this point, you know, that it is something we talked about um, offering actually some video screening um, sort of role play exercises to candidates. It's it's on our um, our vision list for the coming year is to be doing more with candidates to help them to to get better at interviewing and in particular, get better at uh, video interviewing. Yeah, I asked that question because I was curious if you kind of do that first step of the interview process in your company, which it's, it sounds like you have a pool of candidates that if they're looking for a position, an opportunity, they have this opportunity to be in your sphere and on your list, but then, you know, as depending on what is needed, you pull from that. I see. Yeah, that, well, that's uh, very interesting as I get to learn more about your business. I think that, you know, you provide such a critical and important service for entrepreneurs who really just don't have the time to go through all those screening steps, right? You and, and, and really prepping candidates that can otherwise maybe lose out on an opportunity if they didn't know the right steps to take. So I, you know, what you do is really important and it's it's a great service to, to entrepreneurs. You know, we talked about a lot about the candidate as an interviewer, do you feel like there is a way for them to be prepared or are there, what are the mistakes that you've seen them make when they're interviewing a potential candidate? Well, they talk too much is number one, you know, and this is both video and in, and in person, it, it's a mistake that's made over and over again. They're not, they might not be prepared. They bring the candidate in and they, the interviewer, the employer does most of the talking. And unfortunately then the candidate leaves and they don't really know a lot about the candidate because so you really want to make sure the candidate is doing at least 80 to 85 percent if not more of of the talking and and sometimes it's hard because we're all friendly you know we want to build rapport and and you can do that just kind of keep it contained so that you're still asking your questions the other thing is you you want to be very careful about the questions you asked and i mentioned this earlier 
make sure you're asking questions that tie back to your needs for the job. And your power tool in all interview questions is asking for a specific example. So if you just ask somebody how they overcame a certain challenge, most people are gonna be able to come, come up with something. But if you ask them for a specific example of them experiencing that challenge, they're gonna share with you step-by-step step what happened. And the, the good candidates, the ones that solve that challenge or learn something from it are then going to go on to, to share that part of the story. But if they're people who complain, then they'll just talk, you know, complain about the situation and not talk about how it was resolved. So the mistake I see employers making is what we call giving away the answer. So they ask their question and then the second part of the question is, and how did you solve that challenge? Or how did you create great customer service? Or, you know, those types of things. And you want to leave, we say leave that hanging, leave that off uh, because you want to see what the candidate actually did. And so if you kind of leave it open, they can walk you through step-by-step step of, of how they showed up in the situation and um, if they did resolve it. And that's where your genius lies. I've heard you talk on this topic before and give employers really good advice on these types of questions to ask because the questions are really going to show the character and the and the resourcefulness of potential candidates. And I, I just I mean, that blows me away, that conversation when you start talking about as a as an entrepreneur, how do you really get the most out of that? interview when you're trying to find the right fit. So that is the genius that your company offers. So I am so excited because I know you have a, a giveaway for those on right now and those who are going to be listening to the replay. And in order for them to get this, we need them to place in the comment box, hashtag interview and shine. And I, and if you, when you do do that, then we'll identify you because and Andrea has a very cool gift for you. Andrea, can you share that? Sure. So the download are the 10 steps that you need to take to find your dream employee. And so we'll walk you through each step so that you know that you're, you're hitting on those. Cause sometimes we, we skip several of them. D does this also work for, say you're not, you know, a corp big corporation hiring employees, but you're rather like are looking for an independent contractor to do something. Do you think the same rules apply and the same ideas and questions apply? I do. And, and sometimes we do help our clients with 10, 1099s, helping them find them. Um, but a lot of these things can really help. I mean, you're looking for people who are still going to show up in the way you need them to show up in, in your position. And sometimes they're also representing your company, even though there are 1099. So a lot of these techniques and tools can help you with that. So hashtag interview and shine because Andrea has this really great tool for business owners as well as really anybody who's looking to add more to their team that are aligned with their values and really knowing how to interview them. So thank you for giving us that. Andrea, we will leave this opportunity open all day today because there's a lot of people that catch the replay that would be interested in this. So if that's okay with you, we'd love to do that. And then there will be more information in the in the comments box of how to grab that. We'll have the link in there. Is that right, Andrea? Are we gonna do it that way? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's how they can actually grab it. But I also want to, I know you've listened to the show before and we always wrap up with the Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap up. And really I, the idea is to give people like this, this thought of what is the biggest takeaway that they can take away from this. Let's talk about from the interviewer's perspective, what would be that biggest takeaway for them? So you mean the, the employer? The employer. Yes. And, and I actually didn't even touch on this, but the employers need to get comfortable with video as well. Video has become huge when it comes to recruiting. So I would say the biggest takeaway for, for the employer is, you know, create some videos for, for your recruiting. Um, the three videos that we recommend the most, I mean, there's lots of them that you can do, but the three that, that we want all of our clients to do one is of the CEO or hiring manager announcing the position that can be used on social media. The second is an introduction to you as an employer, what you're looking for um, in this position. And this is a video that we play before the candidates submit their video interview, the one that they do on their own. And I can't tell you how valuable this video is to the interview process. The candidates really resonate with the hiring manager or the CEO. And we get, we see much higher quality responses from candidates. And then the third is to get some employee testimonials on video and to use that in your, your recruitment material. And I, I do want to share, I know you had the Geffner's from Geffner's production on here um, a couple of weeks ago, and we've actually partnered with them. So our, our premier clients get a coaching session with the Geffner's because so many of our clients, our employers, were very hesitant and had the same anxiety that that candidates have about doing video. So the Geffner's have really helped to make that process easier for them and help them get comfortable with the videos so that they can welcome the candidates and, and thank the candidates for being interested in their position right from the start. Thank you for like saying that whole takeaway when it comes to the interviewer's perspective. That's so great, such great information. I tend to talk a lot about the candidate and how they can really acquire that job, but it's important for the interviewer too to show up right and to really give that best projection of what the company is all about because the, the, the candidate is also looking for the right fit. They also have to approve you and they are also vetting you. So that's really important. Thank you for all that. And thank you for mentioning the Geffners. They are amazing yeah. and really helping their clients figure out how to get comfortable with that camera. I mean, everything we talked about today really boils down to being comfortable with video and being able to show up in the right light, right? So we actually did this last week and we're going to do it again today. We're going to be putting the link to the video traction lab in the chat box for anybody who wants to check out what the Geffners actually do when it helps, when it comes to helping their clients get comfortable with video. So we'll share that in the link too. It's a videotractionlab.com forward slash Christine Bartanian. And I've worked with them before and I have um, helped their clients before and it just seriously it changes the way you feel about making video because you are practicing all the time and creating video for your business so thank you for mentioning them what's one wrap-up one main takeaway for the candidate if nothing else what should they take away from today to smile and be passionate you know, to really let that that shine through in, in the video and and that will take them 
a long way. You know, they don't always have to be perfect for the job, but if they're really passionate about it and are willing to learn and that shows through in the interview, they they may become a finalist or, or be hired for the job. Excellent. And tips, just a few roundup of tips. If you can give a couple for the candidate, a couple for the employer, I would I would love to have that on the show because I think this would be something that everybody would be interested in. I think I shared some of my tips already. So let me. Uh, so uh, you know, again, with with the candidate, uh, make sure besides showing your passion, make make sure that you really know the things that you've accomplished in the past and and have that kind of ready in your arsenal. You know, I used to do before video even existed <laughs> and we had uh, phone interviews, right? The way I used to prepare for a phone interview, because often they were with four or five people, is I would draw little people <laughs> on the page, <laughs> put it in front of me. And then I'd also have a piece of paper with all my just little tidbits of examples. So when somebody asked me a question, I kind of, it was my security blanket. I was ready to answer the question with something specific I've accomplished. And um, and with the phone, I was able to kind of pretend like I was talking to that person, but with video, you can actually face them and look them in the eye, um, which which goes a long way. As far as, as the employers, again, being prepared, be on time. This is important for both sides. Just because it's video doesn't mean you can be late. You want to be on time to show respect for the employer or to show respect for the candidate and, and that you care. And as an employer, you really wanna put your best foot forward, showing what it's like to work at your company, but be authentic. Don't, you know, don't sugarcoat it either. Give them a really good idea of what it's like to be a part of your team. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for those tips. I think that, you know, it's just always nice to have that summary. Like, what is the, what are those things? If I, if I, if I forget everything else, what should I really remember? The tools you are offering so generously, this checklist that's so valuable with the hashtag interview and shine. And Kristen Levine has uh, placed the hashtag in the comment box. And I'm sure there's going to be more people during the replay doing that. So thank you for that. Is there any other tool specifically, you know, other than possibly looking into the video attraction lab too, because that could help people get comfortable with video that you would like to share with the audience? One thing that employers don't think of often when they're posting jobs is YouTube. So if they can do these videos where they're announcing the job and they're talking about how great it is to be a part of their team and their culture and their organization, put it in YouTube. What, what is it, the number two search engine? And then put the link to apply for the job in the notes of YouTube. And it's really a great way to to get it out there about um, working for your company and, and what opportunities you have have available. Excellent idea. I love that. I've actually never heard that. That's a great, great tool to use. If we are if we have audience members right now, you know, thinking about hiring some new candidates, because I know it's happening right now a lot. What would be the one action item? that they should do just to spring them right into action. They could be hesitating because, you know, there is this fear around like, oh, I want to, I don't want to go through that, that interview process. You know, I just, ugh, just the idea of screening people is exhausting mentally. Um, what would be one action item that could make it super easy for them to jump right in and start that process that they know they have to do? One action item. Okay. Well, I, I've mentioned before to be very clear 
on on what they need, you know, and sometimes we fall in love with a candidate. You know, we have a great rapport with them. We love them. And, you know, I was just talking to one of our clients the other day and she was saying, I love this candidate. And we had such great rapport. We talked for an hour and a half. And then the other candidate, we only talked for 45 minutes. And then I talked her through those two interviews. And the thing was the one she loved for an hour and a half, when she really thought about what she needed for this position, that candidate said, the thing she loves to do is to create graphic design. And she loves working with a lot of people. Well, the position <laughs> that this client has, has nothing to do with graphic design. And the other candidate who she wasn't, you know, maybe she didn't become quick friends with the employer, but campaign um, designing campaigns is her number one thing that she loves to do and that she's good at. And that's what that job is all about. So be really clear about who's going to be happy in, in the job, not just somebody who you think you can be friends with. That's a really, really good point. I, um, I think I've been guilty of that. Like I'll fall in love with the candidate. I'm like, Oh, they're great. They're my, my assistant for life. And then all of a sudden, I realized I don't have the skill set that I needed. And just because we get along with somebody, I mean, that's important too, of course. You sometimes want to find, you're filling, you're filling these blanks in your business, right? The things that you don't really enjoy doing, you want to find the people that really, person who really enjoys doing that. So it's almost like you got to find the opposites or people who can fill in some voids, really, and not necessarily somebody that really gets, you know, gets, is, is like you, right? So that's, that's a uh, really good advice that, uh, you know, springing people into action. If they're an employer, just, I think, you know, just writing down some questions that based on what we talked about, like, what are those key questions that we need to ask the employer and for candidates really thinking about what their passion is and really trying to put it down to paper and articulate it so that when they're faced with a, po a possible potential opportunity, you know, they're, they kind of have that in their repertoire. They're not having to think about it all over again. Right. So I think those have been things that you've highlighted and can be real easy action items. I mean, somebody can go to their desk right now and prepare both of those things. If you're an employer or if you're a candidate, you can prepare that because You'll, when you need it, you'll be under pressure to prepare. And I always never like to be under pressure preparing anything. <laughs> but thank you so much, uh, Andrea, for your genius. I really appreciate everything you have to offer. I think you are um, such a wealth of knowledge and information for employers and candidates. And you really, I, I, I value your uh, passion and, 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 and the way you're obsessed with really making those right connections for people. So I just, I know you and that's what, that's how I know all this about you. I really appreciate you. So keep, keep, you know, helping people interview and shine. And there you have it. It's the Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up with Andrea Hoffer of AHA Business Solutions. Thanks for joining us today and in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio. Join us next week. You're really not going to want to miss this because it just is another building block in the Waste Up Wardrobe experience where we're I'm going to be interviewing somebody who works on an everyday basis with high-level entrepreneurs. And she's a high-performance coach who really is going to be talking about some of the stories of her clients and how they really know how to show up on camera to really uh, dominate from behind the desk. And she's going to be talking about how that virtual office really makes a difference in how you show up. So join us next week or download us on iTunes or watch the replay. And if you're going to be joining us live next week, ask a friend to join you. And we'd really love that. So see you next week.